Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. on this episode. I was glued to every minute. It's a long one. It's an hour and a half. So maybe you have to stop and start, or maybe you're going for a walk. But if you are a single independent woman, if you have tried to find love, if you have been cheated on nonstop, if you have looked for the right partner, oh boy. Roya Mattis is a transformational and relationship coach with over 800 hours of training with Tony Robbins. Hello. I love Tony Robbins. Um, Roya and I became friends, and she's been helping me work on my business and independence. You know, I'm already married, so hopefully it works out. Uh, (laughs) However, three Sarah Fraser Show fans, TSFS fans that you ladies can relate to, wrote to me and said these were the different struggles that they've had in finding love. One has been divorced, back out on the dating scene. She was actually engaged to a guy for seven years who turned out to be an alcoholic. It goes from there. 
Ashley is an incredibly successful PR woman um, who ended up kind of dating a guy for a while. Then they became friends and she's just having such a hard time attracting anyone that she really is interested in. And then Stephanie is an amazing, successful podcaster who just is so honest and transparent. And as a woman of color, she shares her struggle where people tell her she should just be happy that anyone is interested in her. Well, Roya is going to blow your mind with tangible step-by-step tips that you should be doing on every dating app, what you should be writing on your app, how you can be attracting the person. You're going to love this episode. You also know the best way to support me and to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. So thank you so much to actonaddictionnow.org. If you're not familiar, an organization that offers free classes, Zoom classes, Oh my God, free counseling, everything you can imagine for someone battling substance use disorder and their family members. If you know somebody, now is the time. Get on their website and find out how you can help a loved one. And maybe you yourself are beginning to think that you have an issue. Well, they're an incredible resource with doctors, highly trained therapists, and more. Actonaddictionnow.org. Also, y'all, I love Goodwill. I love me some Goodwill. And I teamed up with Finding Your Good. I get to host their second season of podcasts. How do you mix sustainably um, sourced fashion and goodwill and helping the earth and also creative designers? Well, oh my gosh, get ready for it all. I love this podcast. I was so honored. And the episodes are great because each episode gives you, you walk away learning something, whether it's how to shop great at Goodwill to find the best finds, or maybe it's like what you can do with those fashion finds after you have purchased them. So definitely check it out. You can go to iTunes, download Finding Your Good. All right, here's my girl, Roya. So Roya and I have kind of been, you know, she is a transformational coach and, and you all have probably heard me talk about her. She's been on this podcast before. And so Roya is on today because after one of our last sessions, you were saying to me, Roya, that essentially, you, you know, there's something when it comes to powerful, independent, successful women blazing their own trail, which is like the majority of my listeners, and a correlation of how difficult it is for them to find love. So tell me... Uh, tell me more about that because I was very fascinated. We put out on my social media that women, we said, hey, we're looking for independent, successful women. Do you have a hard time finding a partner? I got tons of responses. Three women are actually going to be on and you're going to kind of talk them through what's been going on. But tell me why this is an important thing to you. This is such a passion for me, Sarah, because To quote Tony Robbins, actually, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And while we can feel completely fulfilled in maybe our mission, our life's work, the things we project into the world that we do, if we don't have somebody that we deeply feel like we're partnered with, that we feel like we're being held by, seen by, noticed by, prioritized by, when we don't have that, for most of us, something is missing. Okay. And... Yes. No, no. Well, I was, I I have a follow-up to that, which is why, um, but, but keep going because I want to know eventually why you think, why right now is it so hard? You know what I mean? For women to find somebody, to find that perfect person. It is hard in general, but there's a few things that have happened societally. And one is what we've communicated to our women and to our men about how to show up with each other. And of course, in the pandemic that we're in now. So there's these 
there's the pandemic and being able to meet people. And then there is what we're projecting that we actually don't really want. So when really coaching with women, what we are discovering is what you're projecting you want is not actually what you need. And that's where we dig deep and uncover what is it you're really asking for and what is it you really need because they're often two different things. And, and what we project in the workforce, particularly as achieving type women, is completely different than what we want to call in our personal life. So we don't have to be, what I'm finding is, Sarah, people are feeling mis, ambitious women in particular, misunderstood and lonely. And so I work really on enhancing their perspective on the relationship that they want and modifying a few tweaks of communication that call in the king that they're looking for. Okay. So, you know, as I mentioned, we're going to have these three women who are listeners who are independent, have been trying to find love for many years, but I'm assuming there has to be some themes, right? Some things that you see over and over again with independent women like ourselves. Like, and for yeah. me, you know, it's funny because I, I didn't find Dan until like seven years ago. And I, I really say the reason that it worked out is because Dan was willing to kind of like wait and grow with me because I sort of like pushed him away. You know, I had yeah. in my mind that I really couldn't find a good relationship and love until I was already at the level of success that I wanted. I also had in my mind this picture of I wanted to be with somebody who had an uber powerful job and had as big of a personality as I did. And maybe they were an actor or maybe they were a big producer. And But I realized what I wanted inside was also someone that really valued family, that wanted to spend time together. And I would have my girlfriend say to me, okay, you realize this is like the perfect guy for you who lets you shine in the spotlight, is smart, all the things you want, but maybe he doesn't come in the perfect package. You're stuck on the wrapping when the gift is like, great. Right in front of you. And, and they were right. They were right. But it took, I mean, that's why it took us so long. It took, it took me like six years to get engaged to him because I kept breaking up with him. Like I, I was like, nope, you know, I want someone different. I want, you know, it took me a long time to realize that this is actually the perfect person for me because I could never have the career. And like my, my man is willing to like pick up and move across the country for my dreams, like all these things. And, you know, yeah. sometimes if you attract that person who wants all the things that you want, they're not going to pick up their life and move across country. They want to do what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. So clarity on exactly what you want your life to look like. And then clarity on what type of human being needs to come in to fill in those spaces for you. Okay. But so critical. Uh, okay. Keep going. Yeah. So you had an idea, you had an image, you had a, you had set parameters. A lot of women are like, I want him to be this tall and I want him to make this much money. And I want, but what, what human being do you need to come to the table? So where is your life today? And if you could design your ideal life in five, 10, 20 and 30 and 50 years, where do you ultimately want to see yourself partnered? And if you have that clarity, you're going to be more apt to be able to journal out that type of yin to your yang. Now, on average, not always, because everyone is different, on average, the, the price that high-achieving women are paying is the price of independence in all avenues which is ultimately wearing 
them down. So if you're feeling like your body is exhausted a lot, if you're feeling like the stress and the tension will hardly relieve even after a deep tissue massage, if you're feeling even deep uterine pain, if you have hips that you can feel the tightness when just when you're just walking and there's no medical condition why they're all body signal the price you're paying for driving in the energy that you know best and you've become accustomed to for survival which is that masculine drive win energy with sarah you and i both have a lot of because that's what you want to win yeah but in our private moments we think that that we're creating a resume of what we're used to creating which is our is our official out there in the world persona. But we have to be able to just to uncover what is that? What is the little girl? What is the child like? What is the free spirited? What is the the untamed Sarah calling for? Mm. And that's who you want to call in your intimate space. Why do you think it's so hard then for women? Because why why do you think we get hung up on how tall he is? Or how much money he makes. When we know, we hear time and time again, none of that shit matters, right? If they're not a good match for you. Yeah, true. I think I think we can have the it all. I really do. I think we can have the it all. And we also need to create space and openness when he does show up to not be caught on the checklist for it to look like what you're saying, all of these places. Here's what ends up happening. When it's right a lot of the of the superficial parts of the checklist will no longer matter. Mm, okay. Work themselves out. Now, there is an incredible book that I have just recently uncoupled and dove into that I think everyone who's in the dating world should read, and it's called Attached. And it's by, the first time I ever read this author, it's um, Amir Levine and, let me look her up. Ooh, Attached. Okay, I've never heard of this book. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And I apologize. I'll get her name in just a moment. It starts with an R and it's R-H or the letters. Rachel Heller. Rachel Heller. Okay. Amir Levine, Rachel Heller. The book is called Attached. If you're in the dating world, you got to pick this up because- you are one of these three and the people you're dating are one of these three. So what they have found is that actually it's a biological uncovering that's new scientifically that we were not aware of that answers a lot of questions about our relationships with one another. And we've all been, we've all been aware of the attachment theory in infants. You know, when we're born, infants automatically attach to the caregiver. A caregiver often attaches, if they're a healthy caregiver, to the infant. But when babies come out, they have a need for attachment, for safety, for full health, right? Yep. Yep. And then in society, especially in the U.S., What do we do? We talk about independence. We talk about needing to forge your own way, sister. And as an independently minded, achieving type woman, totally sold out on that. And we, anything in a, in excess is too much. Anything, Mm -hmm. even healthy eating in excess can be too much. Even exercise, water can be too much, right? Sure. Anything in excess is too much. So when we put so much emphasis on independence, we are totally negating 
what nature has called us to be, which is attached. Mm. Okay, so I what I'm hearing you saying is like <sighs> It's almost like we, as women in the past like 20 years, right, we've been taught to be independent, blaze your own trail, you know, make your own money, all that stuff. But in doing that, we've also sort of gotten away from really human, you know, biologically, we need other people. We need a partner. Especially the feminine. Especially, especially the feminine. Because wow. if you go back to the roots, I've been studying what women were before we were written in history of who we were told we are. Let me say that again. We have to go back to the root of who we were before we were written in history of who we were told we are. Because when man began to be able to articulate on paper and we began to see that as truth, how many of us even today see anything in writing and we think it's truth. And when you say that, you're talking about like beauty standards, right? Like a woman is supposed to look a certain way. I'm talking about... What a woman is supposed to think about sex. What a woman is supposed to think about independence. What a woman is supposed to think about beauty. What a woman is supposed to think about communication. Every single layer has been passed down either in our in our generational DNA of communication, 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 or what we're receiving in today's society in imprinting that we're not even completely aware of. And it comes in the form of, and I'm gonna, I'm probably going to upset some people by saying this, but some of it is actually wrapped in religion as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wrong. I'm just saying messaging is wrapped in a lot of places, including our safest spaces. And what were we like? What were women like before years so of marketing and programming and religious programming? Okay, so as far as we're talking about attachment and independence, if we just go to that, if you go back to the caveman era and you just imagine women and men back the way they used to be in nature societally, the women on average would sit around the campfire, some women facing toward the campfire, watching the babies and protecting, and some women facing outside, watching for danger on the outside, and doing what? Talking a lot to make noise to keep the prey away. Mm. So when we apologize for over talking, we are apologizing for our nature. Wow. (laughs) That explains why I talk so much. I'm just keeping the prey away. And when we apologize for or feel like, oh, I shouldn't need to call that girlfriend right now, or I shouldn't need to have him hug me right now, be the frick S. Because you were designed to sit and commune. Now, what we did is we allowed toxic competition to make these relationships feel bad, but they're actually not bad when they come from a healthy source. And then what the men were out there hunting came back for moments and then went out individually. So we are in a patriarchal society, particularly here where we live in the U.S., where we're making this recording, and we needed to have that kind of independent mentality to go forge new land, to conquer new sure. space. To hey, move so across, out west, to I mean, create west, everything. Years, yes. And, and now we took, what, the woman out of the circle. Come on, woman, you're coming with me to forge new land. And she's isolated. Hmm. And, and we have to learn how to to survive. And so, what do we do? We wow. put on our armor. 
I want to get Stephanie in first. Stephanie is our first independent successful woman. Can I just say one thing about attached? It's really important. Yeah, please. So there's three types. What they found is that there are three types of attachment. Okay. There is, and most people happen to be the secure. So there's secure attachment. Secure doesn't always come from how you're brought up either. And what they found is that it's plastic, meaning like it's set within you, but it's also malleable and can change over time with exposure to other types of experiences. So there's secure, which speaks for itself. There's the ancient, or excuse me, the anxious attach, attachment person needing to be reaffirmed constantly at an anxious level. And then there's the avoidant. And the avoidant is actually created, and this is actually a survival. We, they found that we need all three of these types. We need secure, we need attach. Why attach? I'm attached to you, you're gonna touch me, I'm gonna make sure you're alive, I'm make sure that nobody is dead here and we find each other always. Sure. And then the avoidant is, hey, I'm cool not being hooked to you because I'm going to forge new land. The avoidant is the closer I get, by nature, I'm going to start to pull away from you and make you, and you're going to wonder why we were so close and now you're distant because this is a a, a, a person that is wired as an avoidant biologically. Oh. All right. Well, I'm so curious what you have to say of our three women um, who are listeners to the show, also all independent. They have amazing careers. We're going to start with our first powerful woman who I know and adore, and she's also a fellow <laughs> podcaster. Stephanie is with us. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Stephanie, before you talk to Roya, I want you to promote your very successful podcast, which just turned three years old. <laughs> Thank you. It actually is September 22nd. I can never forget this date. It's so crazy when I think about it. But I, I, I'm the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find podcasts. Apple, Google Play, now Google Podcasts. Very interesting dynamic. Spotify, TuneIn, CastBox, not SoundCloud. Guys, please don't look there. <laughs> I, it, it was literally my first of two episodes. So love me through it, beloved. Yes. Man, those first couple episodes are like, I used to sound like that. Well, you were on with Roya and, you know, you are an independent woman. I have known you for many years and mm-hmm. I am always curious who reach outs and who responds to these things. So, Roya, where mm-hmm. do you want to start? I- I'm curious, like, why, Stephanie, you ha- you are single or you feel like you haven't attracted the person that you want? Uh, it was a mixture of a lot because um, I-, I definitely let Roya know, I think, Taking the time to actually reconcile and heal yourself is a very interesting process. And I took the time to do that. And I am kind of glad I was single while doing it because one, I wouldn't want to damage anyone else because I spent a very long time damaging myself. So Mm. I was like, yeah, no, I need to heal away from other people. Mm. That's a healthy perspective. That yeah. is really good. Thank you, therapy. <laughs> yeah, so, so Stephanie, a lot of people can relate to that. I want to ask you, as a high achieving woman, as a woman with high standards, as a woman that's out there in um, in the world, that's like, okay, now I am ready to find somebody that's that matters to me. And what has what's been your main challenge? What has been the main thing that's kind of keeps creating stumbling blocks for you? I think the main challenge is my standards and boundaries being tested and then being told like, Hey, maybe you should relax that a little bit. And Mm -hmm. then you feel like you're crazy. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm like, maybe I should relax. And then I find that I get into situations dating 
and I'm not happy and I'm frustrated and I'll, all I, I go back to thinking, this is because I didn't just go with my gut. This is because I didn't stay with the boundary and I relaxed it too much because I'm in a demographic that tells me that I should just be happy with literally any um, wow. attention from a man. Super important what you just oh. said there in that you didn't listen to your gut. Yeah. And that is one of the superpowers of women that I had been talking with a friend about recently about how much effort it takes now to rediscover our gut because most of us have not been using it because we it continues to be dampened from the age of two. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say that. Don't don't speak that way over and over again. And some of it's societally necessary, but some of it's really dampening our inner truth, our inner voice, where, where the spirit speaks mm -hmm. to us. So can you define like, you said your boundaries keep being tested. What are the things that are, or Sarah, should I leave that for no, you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just enthusiastic. I'm glad you followed up because I'm like, oh, I want to know more. What are these boundaries? Yeah, what are the boundaries that are being tested? And then, yes, let's start that. So I think some of the boundaries I have is it really does circle around communication um, and the types of communication. I am someone who, when I communicate and I express myself, I'm someone who's somewhat guarded and open at the same time, which is a very tricky tightrope to walk. Mm -hmm. So if I am transparent about my feelings and then I think that you're not listening to me, I have a really mm -hmm. big issue, especially if I've divulged something very personal about myself mm -hmm. and I'm dealing with someone who I, I'm sitting here like, now I know I've already answered this question. I know I've already talked about this with you. It always okay. harkens back to you're not listening to me, okay, and I so have a big problem. That that. You're calling in men that are basically going through the motions with you and mm -hmm. doing the pleasantries, but acting like they want to have more yeah. connection, but they're really not present in the conversation. Right. And they really want to what? Get in your pants, and that's about it. Pretty much. It's like okay. you know, how do I get to? Hey, um, what's the quickest road? Like they don't want the very complicated GPS that is Stephanie. Yeah. They literally want A and B. They don't want A, then B, then maybe A point five, and then oh, you gotta make a U turn, you gotta like <laughs> oh. go around the traffic <laughs> circle. They don't want to do any of that. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> okay, no. You are a queen. And what we're talking about today is a queen calling in a king. And a king is going to be okay with understanding A, B, Z, and D and F make the road map. Okay. And so what we have to get clear on when we're a high achieving woman is how to call in that kind of guy instead mm -hmm. of letting all of this spill around that we have to navigate and weed through. So you and I looked at your Bumble profile super, super fast before this mm -hmm. call. Yeah. And uh, with your permission, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that calling out what those profiles look like. Because a lot of women mm -hmm. today that are dating, we're online, right? You guys are online. Yes. And we're finding people, especially in the pandemic, through the apps. And I don't think anyone, P.S., should apologize for that any longer. It's a phenomenal way to meet people. <sighs> and finding your app or apps that work great for your style yeah. is a, a critical piece of this puzzle. So we were on Bumble. Let's just go. Oh, am I allowed to say that, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Any anything. And we're not okay. live guys, so we can always we can always edit and, and we'll we'll just post like little parts of Stephanie's profile, but not disclose any location okay. or anything. Okay. 
So we're on Bumble, which I actually really appreciate that app in, in coaching women because you get to initiate. It's very female conscious. Um, the guy can't initiate to you. He will have to match him back before he can begin conversation. Mm-hmm. The only thing I appreciate about Bumble is that it has uh, a voice with the text and it has a video option. Have you noticed that? So you don't have to just text at the bottom. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Okay. That's good okay. to know because I didn't notice that. Call them or you can video them through the app. So you don't have to give your number until you're ready. Okay. Okay. All right. So when we're calling the king, we have to speak language that he is going to be attracted to and that the other ones are not. For example, when you're looking at a profile and the guy says this, I want your antennas to go, not this guy. Mm. And he would say, I like things to be uh, free of confrontation. I like it to be, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an easygoing guy that wants no drama. Oh, drama free. I see that a lot. Drama mm-hmm. free. If he mm-hmm. writes drama free, he is not a king. Mm. Okay. And and because basically. We don't want drama free. Go ahead. Well, no, Sarah. I was going to say, basically, you're interpreting that is like, he doesn't really want any deep discussion. He, you know, re- because that really, that's what he's saying. We think of drama like, oh, you don't want little arguments or whatever. But really, it's the roadmap that Stephanie's talking about. He really doesn't want to go on that journey. He doesn't want to be with feminine. Mm. No, he doesn't want he complicated feelings. He doesn't want to actually, well, but yeah, he doesn't he want to be tested. I found that out too, yeah. that because I think about you know, the things that I talk about on my podcast and also just in general. And I find a lot of guys going like, why you got to talk about that? Like, I'm just trying to chill. I'm just trying to like, I'm just serious. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to chill. I want everything drama free. These are signs that, that for a queen, it is not a king mm-hmm. yet. He might become a king at some point, but right now he's a page. He's looking to get the easy. He wants to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Here, listen, men. The men are listening. Here's the deal: if you want a fully free feminine woman that's going to be able to be taken and do all the juicy, delicious things you're asking for, there is a trade-off of allowing space for her, for her messy becomings and the emotions and the flow of her body. That is not going to be linear like a dude. You can get a dude with breasts if you want to, or somebody to hit it and quit it. But if you want a queen. You're going to take all of the juicy deliciousness that comes with it. And that is things like you're talking about, which is not too much, Stephanie. I just want to be heard. I want you to be in a conversation when I'm sad. I want you to be in a conversation when I'm mad. I want you to be in a conversation when I need you to hold me. Okay, so we need to call this king through our profile. So the first thing that we've got to talk about when I looked at your profile Mm -hmm. is your profile says nothing but the check marks. Oh, and and yeah. what do we mean by that? Like what? His height oh, or? No. So in the profile, uh, Stephanie has a spot on Bumble where she gets to type, like check off, uh, what's my height? How often do I work out? What's my sign? What degree do I have? Do I drink? Do I not? Do I want kids? Uh, what's my mm-hmm. religion? If I want to expose that, am I a voter? You know, these kind of things. All right. Mm-hmm. So you check that off. Now, what you all, what you didn't check off in the checkbox, because I worked with a lot of women on Bumble, is it asked, do you want something casual? Do you want a relationship? What do you want? 
you, my friend, are articulating to me, and I could be wrong, you want a relationship. Yeah, I am. So you need to check that box. Okay. Because the guys that don't are going to go, boom, not this girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We got to weed out. It's like when you're marketing a business, the more narrow your audience, the higher you can soar. Like when you're more specific to your avatar, the better your business is going to be. The more specific you are to your male calling, the mm-hmm. better your experiences are going to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now your profile. When you're calling the guy, you I want you to make a list of what is really important to you to give and to receive. Hmm. So I'm going to give you an example of a profile that I um, helped write. Okay. Okay. Oh, it might be helpful. Okay. Here. All right. This is going to say, "Here's who I am, what I bring, and what I'm going to give you." Remember, when you write something, most people say, I, 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 but it is still a human condition to say, make me feel important. What is in it for me? Mm-hmm. All right. So for this woman, travel, a must. And in Bumble, they only let you have like a small amount of text space in certain mm-hmm. spots. So yeah. you'll hear this succinct travel, a must pushing the envelope to an extraordinary life, both personally and professionally. Finding the empowering meaning in good and bad. Spirituality, a must. From hiking clothes to belly laughs. Being challenged and being held. Empower him intellectually and physically. Healthy lifestyle. Mm. Damn, that's the profile wow. you, that you helped write for someone. Yes. What? Now I want to date her. <laughs> <laughs> you want, saying, I want, wow. I want you to apply if you love to travel. I want you to apply if you believe in an extraordinary life and pushing the envelope. Now, for high achieving women, this is your line: pushing the life to an extraordinary, uh, pushing the envelope to an extraordinary life, both personally and professionally. Finding the empowering meaning, good and bad. That means I like to find, I like to use all the juicy de- deliciousness of life and find how it's going to fit for me. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I am a pot. You're recently saying I'm a positive thinker. Yeah. If religion is a must for you, put it in. Christianity, a must. Judaism, a must. Buddhism, a must. Spirituality, a must. Whatever it is for you. Now, if you are a girl that can go, that likes to do a variety of things, list it. Hiking clothes to belly, uh, to, uh, to ball gowns. Intellectual conversations. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I think I skipped a line. It's hiking clothes to ball gowns from intellectual conversation to belly laughs. Wow. Being challenged and being held, yeah. What's a line that Stephanie could write, right? Because at the start of this, she basically said, you know, I love the roadmap description, you know, because I feel like I'm a woman like that. You know, it took Dan a long time to navigate the roadmap, right? I changed my Dan the man. Dan the man, right? (laughs) I changed my mind a lot, all that stuff. What's a line that she could write? Because, boy, that profile does speak to, I mean, that's a woman Mm -hmm. that's about adventure. You know what it says? It says she knows exactly what she wants. She knows what she wants and she's not afraid to ask for it and she's not afraid to give it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to give when you're writing this? And I want your pictures and, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question um, for sure, Sarah. But I want your pictures to have a variety that matches. So what I found that for an, a, a highly ambitious woman, you are calling a man that can handle that. You don't want to apologize for that part of your life. You want to be able to have that accentuated, right? Mm-hmm. You want him to 
feed that part of you as well. So we never want to dampen what feeds our spirit, ambitious women. We want to invite a guy that loves it. So have a picture of you looking powerful. Okay. But also have a picture of you looking soft. Also have a picture of you looking a little bit, if you are, vixen-like. That's you. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm going to show you the business. I'm going to show you the floaty fun. I'm going to show you the casual me. And I'm going to show you a little bit of edge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to talk about that edge in my write-up. Because visually you can see, this is interesting. Wow. Remember, the statement really is true. He wants, he wants the, the girl he can, you know, present to the public and the one that no one needs to see in the bedroom but him. Does okay. It does. Stephanie, what do you think? Like, obviously you and Roy are, con- are connected now, so you two can, can follow up. But um, had you thought much about your profile before you wrote it? Like, really consciously because because it sounds like a lot of women just put up we put up things that we think we want but like deeper level what do you think stephanie had you ever thought about it like that so when i'm listening to royal talk about it i realize that is something that's within me and i've noticed that is within a lot of black women is that we are told that we're not supposed to ask for anything. We should just accept whatever we get. So mm-hmm. I find myself holding back on saying what exactly I want. And then you're pissed like, off. I can say you it in this, it. but in dating, I can't put it because I'm like, well, I, I mean, I should just accept wherever I am. I'm a fat black woman. So I should just accept that any man even blows my direction, which is complete bullshit. Oh, and it takes you a girl. very well, long time to work you? that. How's that working out for you? Uh, <laughs> No, because you are amazing, amazing, amazing. And but Thank I you. I feel like what Roya is saying, and, and that is so hard for women, and especially for black women, because you do it's hard to unlearn that, right? Like you're mm-hmm. so programmed to think that way, it's hard to unlearn that. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, I, I just have to we have to land on this for a second for you, Stephanie, for your spirit and your heart and your truth. And this is why women need women. I just want to articulate for you what you already know. Who I see before me in the little time that I've spent is a woman of sophistication, of complete class, of clarity of heart. Your heart is so deep, so much so that in your messy process of becoming the best of you, you didn't even want to take anybody with you down that road. You have an integrity that people would rise to become. So a woman like that needs a man that sees her in the depth of her soul. And that loves every freaking curve and every delicious movement that you make because your curves are accentuated. There are men craving to be exactly where you are. Now, what you told to me before is that you were sometimes attracting men with fetishes. Hmm. That's because there are men that love fetishes of all kinds. And until you say, I am a woman that knows that I am calling a man that knows that he is of high caliber and he is looking for a high caliber woman. I am only calling you. Here I am. Where are you? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you're weeding them out now, when your profile calls that, I don't want you to step your body, especially in this pandemic, in a space until you have li- had him send you messages on that app 
and then you see his face through video mm -hmm. because you have intuition and you've got to allow that video space to give you the first layer of knowing, is he enough for me? Yeah. So the first thought I want you to have from now on is, is he going to be enough for me? Not am I enough for him? Yeah. Is he going to be enough for me? Because when you have the guy that's enough for you, you will automatically rise. That was so yeah. good. I oh was getting gosh. emotional. That was so <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Like, Roya's not going to get me crying on this on this video. <laughs> she won't. I was ready to cry. Oh my God, that's beautiful. I'm so glad you two are connected. Um, Stephanie and Roya, you two can follow up. We have Corinna and Ashley who are going to join the show too. Stephanie, thank you for being with us. I want to follow up You know, in a couple weeks after you've sort of had a chance to chat with Roya again, maybe make some adjustments and see where you're at. But that was okay. beautiful. I mean, you thank nailed you. who Stephanie is, Roya. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Bye, honey. See ya. Bye. Um, Roya, that was so good. I learned so much. Oh, my God. I had no idea. No idea. Well, Corinna is up next. And, and Corinna and I, uh, we are radio sisters. So this awesome woman um, is in the radio space, as I know. And I, here's another woman. I am blown that is single. This woman is stunning. She, I mean, you talk about this. This chick is out restoring every fucking house. She's down sanding a floor. Then she goes in, on the air, dominates the air. She's got like a 19 year old son that she's raised. And he's like a strong guy. I don't even know where to start, ladies, because I cannot believe you have any trouble attracting and finding the right I'm person. With a, with a, those lips, girl. Isn't that she stunning? This happening right now. And then it's like, I'm the, I'm the school teacher. Don't worry about me. I'm going to hang out. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Every fantasy in your mind right now. Corinna yeah. looks like she belongs in one of Eminem's rap videos, like from the, like the 2000s as like the naughty teacher, right? I mean... <laughs> Uh, what's happening in your world, girl? What what is like what's what's paining you the most? What are we gonna let's come together, let's collaborate like sisters and let's uh, rip the band-aid off this situation. Well, first of all, just listening to everything that you told Stephanie, I'm just like 80s slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was almost gonna cry. I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And you know Me what? Too. How few times do we hear that, even from our nearest girlfriends? You know, so few people sit us down and fucking tell us that, and we really mm -hmm. believe our worth. I mean, I think Roya, you connected with her to really for, to begin to truly believe she's worth it. Oh, I, mm -hmm. I see her. You know, I think we as women, if we just take a second, we see each other. But we're just so consumed and created right now to compete and compare instead of collect. And that's why I'm just so passionate about Sheenus and creating community and, and, and circles, inside circles, inside circles that go, I got you, girl. Let me remind you who you be. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, love, I love that idea of concentric circles because I'm mm -hmm. always telling people how everything matters. Uh, matter in the universe yeah. is all cellular, which is, you know, concentric yeah. circles. And so yeah. this idea and, and how you just affirmed to Stephanie, mm -hmm. her enoughness, yeah. you know, we're always, oh. the, that seems yes. to be the seed of yes. everything is you the already enough. have your enoughness. Mm -hmm. You don't have to look for it. You come right. to the table with enoughness. Yeah.
Right. I apologize for your unique enoughness. Oh, it, is, it is so hard and definitely for women of color and, you know, and for all of us women, because you just get so deprogrammed to it. You know, it's for like, sure. you don't, if it's you don't weigh a certain general. Yeah. If you look at women in general, like um, as little girls, as little girls and little boys, if you look at little videos, the little boys are going, uh, there's some videos I've watched where a little boy will be like, I can shoot my gun this far. No, I can shoot mine further. I can shoot mine even further than you. I can shoot mine to the universe. I can shoot mine to the universe. I'm the best. And then the little girls are like, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty. No, you're prettier. No, you're the prettiest. No, you're the prettiest. <laughs> here, we're like, you, 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 no, you're better than me. <laughs> and there's something beautiful about it because it's inclusive, but there's also anything in extreme mm-hmm. has its damage. And we've gone extreme in apologizing. Yes. Well, and I, I also think that within the constructs of the patriarchy, we are often taught that we have to dim our light in yeah. order to in order to yeah. get along with others. And so that's the no, you're better. No, you're better. You know, oh, after you, yeah. you know, it's what's polite. It's you know, it's the good. This yeah. is a ladylike thing to do. Well, this you know? is where I talk about body language because you're so on point is that when a confident woman walks in, if she is not trained up on how to walk in in that walk in that space of confidence, she can come across as arrogant. Mm -hmm. And so how do you communicate? In fact, I just did a live on this yesterday. How are you communicating your confidence? Sure. It's so that it includes me mm -hmm. wanting to be in your space so that it's not a competition, but an inclusion. I want, I see you and you see me too. I want to know you. And you want to know me too. That is a communication of confidence inclusion. Mm, okay. We don't have that kind of trained upness enough. Mm -hmm. Confidence and inclusion. Confidence inclusion. What are mm. what are some posture things? What are some things that we're supposed to be doing to to be confident and inclusive? Because that's that would, it's hard to nail. Well, let me just tell you. We'll just do with one right now. So one example is you walk in a room in a high space. Like, okay, let's say. Sarah, you walk in, you're the beast of a show. You're gonna you have that number one program on TV, and people already are awed by flipping you. And you walk in and your shoulders should naturally be back, your head should naturally be high. You should not be apologizing for the space in which you take up. Why? Because your success gives me permission to have it. However, the only way I'm going to be attracted to you as a human is by feeling like you think I'm already enough. How do you communicate that? The difference between arrogance and confidence is eye contact. Mm. Okay. Oh, which is so true. Right? This and you avoid eye contact. Everyone thinks you're an you're asshole. As hell. You walk in a room and you look at people in the eyeball. Mm. Each one, as you walk in, and you look confidently attractive as hell. Mm. Eye contact. Mm. Mm. Okay, we, Karina, we, we. This is uh, Roya has so many great nuggets of advice for women. But tell, Roya, where do you want to start? You want to start with Karina's story, or or where she feels she's hung up, or um, where do you want to begin? Karina, okay, if you had to walk away today with a juicy, delicious nugget that makes you go, bam, this is going to take me to the next phase of my life, tell, tell me what it's going to be. We haven't gotten to really talk, so tell me. Well, I guess at this point, you know, I, I want to uh, attract my person. I, I'm re I feel ready, but 
I guess I shouldn't say but because that that means like erase everything I just said. Mm-hmm. What I seem to be attracting is people who are not ready and they uh, take up my time as a placeholder woman. Okay. And so I'm good enough for now. I'm good until the better thing comes along. Okay. And it's almost like it makes me feel very like, um, very much like they see a light. Yeah. And it's not what they want forever, but it's they don't want to let it go. And so like, oh, let me just put this little firefly in a, in a jar and enjoy it while I have it. But I don't want it forever. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is what I touched on at the very beginning is the three types of attachments out there and you're attracting avoidance. Mm-hmm. And so to recap what avoidant is, is somebody that the closer you get, the more they actually pull away. Mm-hmm. So you're getting more and more connected and they're giving you the signs of connection and then they're like, eh, 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 eh. wait a second, I'm not going to call you for a couple of days just to show you. I don't need you like that. Is that kind of right? Yeah, that feels right. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's the, here's one of the things you got to know. Most people in the dating pool are at, at, at this stage in our life. Cause you're how old now or ish. You can just say ish. What's the <laughs> uh, yes. I say 30, <laughs> mid, For, 30 forever ish. 29, <laughs> forever 29. I'm 42. I'm 40. Yeah. So in this ish Amazing. space, which would look fabulous. I know, doesn't it? I know. (laughs) Yeah. In this ish space, there are a lot of avoidance for a couple of reasons. They were burned in a previous marriage and they don't want to get in that again. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do the healing. Or they've been single all this time, which is a clear statement that they're an avoidant, whether they recognize that in themselves or not. They say they want a relationship, but they're actually an avoidant which by the way, read that book. And um, so when you're, when you come in with the desire to get closer and you're attaching to an avoidant, there's nothing right or wrong you can do. It's mm. who they be. What you get to do now though, is recognize it faster. Mm. And you get to communicate better on the front end with your app ex- or apps, etc to weed out the ones that just want you for a minute. So are you finding these guys online a lot? Well, I, I was on Bumble and then I had like a multitude of Bumble fumbles. <laughs> and so I just was like, I'm deleting this app. So you gave up. Like, yeah, yeah, you're done. So we're on nothing now. We're on nothing because it, it's interesting because this was actually a topic of discussion on Tuesday on uh, my morning show was dating during the age of COVID. So what but what choice but the app do you have? Because okay. you can't go, go out and meet him at a bar. My face is covered. What am I going to how am Here's I smiling? What we're gonna at do. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> you have a desire to now attach. You have a desire to find a true relationship. Mm-hmm. So. In order to, I don't know if you're on the, I don't, we haven't known each other enough to know if you are in the more anxiety space of attachment, which is totally fine. You can actually have a very healthy relationship if you're in that anxiety space of attachment, or if you're in the, um, what is the term they use? Secure. So if you're in the anxious or you're secure, you can still find a great relationship. 
so we have to spot the avoidance and we have to move quickly. So how do you manage that if you're a secure or an avoidant is, is a couple of things. Number one, I want you to go back on that app and I want you to think abundance. I want you to think I want to put so many people in my pool of possibility that as they begin to naturally weed themselves out, which they will, I will not be so fixated and upset because I have yet again, put my effort and energy into really getting to know this guy until he becomes this guy and he shows up, shows up, shows up. And you want him to keep showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up. And then you have that conversation that we're going to continue to show up. You keep that site going like you have a bath full of fresh water and the dirty is draining out. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a, the, for me, uh, rejection or ghosting is always a gift. Like, if people, it's like what, it's like the yeah. trash taking itself out. Yeah. I don't mind. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I didn't have you, to do anything. You fill that tunnel, baby. Okay. So that's <laughs> my Number two is we're going to take a look at your profile and see what you are calling. And for sure, you got to put on there, for example, relationship. You don't want to put any other vague things. Okay. Okay. So let's be clear because that's what you want. So let's narrow the dating pool there. The next thing is that you want to call out in specificity what kind of a man you're showing up for and mm -hmm. that you want to have show up to you. Now, if you've got those guys that are in, out, in, out, she's good, shiny object for now, I am going to venture to guess there's some training of unconscious communication you're putting out there that's saying that that's okay. Mm. Interesting. So I want to ask. Mm. I know. I feel red. <laughs> Ooh. But why, why would that be, Corinna? Do you, because, because you were in a relationship, were you married to your husband? Was it your first was, husband? So I was married for 10 years. And then after that, I had a seven year engagement that fell apart. Yeah. And then I've been single now and for seven, seven years. So, okay. So you've been, a, you have been conditioned with an avoidant guy for a long time. Yeah. I was going to say, I so bet there's I a lot. Conditioned is now unconsciously you, your nervous system has been wired or rewired to accept avoidance. Oof. Oof. Uh, oh, how do you unlearn that? That's what you lived with for seven years. You had to continue to prove yourself, show up, tell him you're going to love him, tell him that he was, uh, it's going to be okay, uh, accept the little that he gave you to give him enough space and wonder if your messiness was ruining this whole thing and if you... Well, okay, for, but so why did you guys never get married? Was it him for, for the seven-year engagement? What was the delay? So he was, uh, he was an alcoholic. And so I, I actually did not want to move forward with things until that was something that he worked on. Cause I didn't, that's not what I wanted for my life. And when I put my foot down, he married my friend instead. Oh, ah! oh my God. <sighs> okay. You and Roy are going to have to do many sessions. This <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and, and here's the over. Here's what I know for sure. Your awareness makes me know that everything is going to be as you feel it needs to be. It's just that we have to take the awareness and dive it into your subconscious to get an alignment of agreement. 
Mm. Because even though you are conscious that you're doing something wrong, you can't stop it mm. because your energetics are so comfortable with the damn uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Is that resonating with you? That feels right. Yeah. We have to rewire this connection to get rid of the garbage that accidentally laid in your soul that never belonged there to begin with. Wow. Here's what, here's, here's the beautiful thing to remind you. Do you know who gets the most garbage laid in their soul? The kindest women. Of course, right? <laughs> it's like the best the, women. The most nurturing women. The women mm. that come originally to this world with your heart wide open and your guts and spirit going, I am going to love and nurture and take care of you and this planet and everything that comes in my space. And then we were not prepared that we can incidentally bring in other people's insecurities that become our own truth about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I definitely don't want to continue to be no. the shelter. Freaking a, no. a dog pound. I'm done taking in strays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're a freaking beast. You're a beast in business. You're a beast in awareness. You're a beast in beauty. You're a beast in raising. You've got, you've got a child or children, right? I mean, you're, you've got everything going for you. And once that heart is cleared for the connection again, your heart is going to make some man so freaking happy. Like he's going to be like, oh, I got the, the way it should be for you is he's like, oh, I get that treasure. Like I am going to protect that treasure. I want to tell you one thing before we end. I want, I want to describe to you because if we don't know what a centered man is for a queen, we can't find it. So mm. I, I wrote a couple things about what it means to have a man who allows you to be a woman that is free and held and seen and audacious and ambitious and all the things you'd want to define to be. He sounds and looks something like this. He allows you to be the woman you need to be without putting you in a gender role. A man that leads your spirituality with whatever it may be. He challenges you intellectually to be able to be what you want. He encourages you emotionally when you feel there is no way out or you're dealing with the pressure of being a great woman. And the most important thing is that he protects you physically Mm -hmm. protects you emotionally to make sure no harm comes to you. A brute of a man is not a manly man. What I mean by a man who is strong is he's strong enough inside and out to be the protector and provider for his woman, although she can do it for herself. He chooses to create space. He, she can melt into his arms with no worries to the world because you, my friend, me, and all of our ambitious girlfriends, we can do it all. But we don't want to have to. Oh, yes. mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God. 
I need that. To, I need to write that on my mirror. I got to post that yeah. on my mirror. Oh my God. Well, Karina, you and Roya are now connected and we definitely want to follow up with you in a couple of weeks because, you know, you were not on Bumble. It sounds like you're going to reactivate. Also sounds like, and, and, you know, this is something you two, I would be curious about is uh, Corinna also works in a very male dominated business, you know, which is radio is, I think one of the most difficult businesses for women, you know? So I don't know how that plays into things, but I'd be fascinated like for you guys to talk about that too. We're going to, yeah. And so, and, and this is for a lot of women, when you're out there in the world, in a man's world, and you got to put on a certain suit of armor to be successful in that space, I've got to teach you how to trigger the feminine mm-hmm. for when you need it. And it's, and it's learning little things that are going to call her out so that you can make space for the man you actually want. Because when you walk into a relationship with that same armor, you're actually calling a needy man. You're calling a man that uses. You're calling a feminine man. You're calling a man you will ultimately be attracted to or you'll fight with all the time. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored 
Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. So we have to create body Corinna, <laughs> thank you so much for joining. This was amazing. And thank you for sharing your story. I mean, I feel like so many women can relate. So many women attract that man. Um, but so many things great are coming for you. So I can't wait to see the follow-up. Yes. yes. Thanks, guys. Bye, honey. See ya. Lucky dude. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and you had mentioned it again, Roya, but the book is called Attached. 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 That is the book. Juicy, delicious books. Like at the end or right now, if you want me to, I can give some lists of, depends what women are working on or what they're going through. But I have been so engaged in finding out more and more and more and more resources for lots of different situations. So... Yeah, why don't you do that? Because Ashley is going to be on here in a, in a couple minutes. Why don't you give the list okay. of recommended reading for women, okay. independent women who are looking to find that right partner? Then we're going to have Ashley on. She's she's our last independent, powerful woman. Um, and I can't wait to hear her story, too, because the women have had, I mean, amazing things they've shared. So tell us what we should be reading. Okay. You definitely want to read, let me see, I'll tell you different ones for different reasons. So we talked about attached. All right, five dysfunctions of a team actually helps you recognize dysfunctions within relationships. Okay. So believe it or not, that's a great one. Okay. Okay. How to talk to kids to help them listen. Okay. Will actually help you to okay so when you feel roughly as a parent if you're a parent if you feel out of sorts with that if you feel like your your children are are in in disarray honestly to show up as the woman you want to be and to be able to even put energy into that can be a stopping point so that book um again is called how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk and the child whisper is another one for mothers that oh. i Completely aligned with it's about um, honoring 
who your child already came into this world being and how to be the parent to that child that you're entrusted with, that spirit you are entrusted with. Okay, if you're struggling in the relationship you're in and you're wondering if it's abusive or not, okay. if he's so great, why do I feel so bad? If he's so great. Oh my God, I love the title. Why do I feel so bad? Ooh. Um, King, warrior, magician, and lover gives some insight okay. into different roles of a man. Lean in. Um, that This was made by Sheryl Sandberg, who is the COO, I think. Yes, on Facebook. I've read the book. She gives, she gives permission to women to be working women. But this is a starting point, honestly. And we're still a little in a masculine space when we're listening to this. But if you're struggling with working and... Uh, being a mom, it's a great one. Now, love and respect. Okay. Love and respect is very repetitive message, but it almost needs to be because it drives home. He needs to feel respect. You need to feel love. You're both looking to come to the same thing, but you communicate in different languages. Love and respect. It has kind of a biblical core uh, so if you are looking for something biblical, it's got a, it's a biblical core. If you're not, it's not so much that you can't listen to it and receive a lot from it. Got it. Nonviolent communication, boring book, great message. <laughs> Nonviolent <laughs> communication. Okay. Um, rise, sister, rise. Oh, good Lord. This is the when you're ready for um, succulence after you've read some others too to build you up to accepting the the free feminine flow energy. Oh. Uh, yeah. The seven levels of intimacy. I actually have just begun reading that. I haven't dived in that one yet. Seven levels of intimacy. I was on my, my own read list. And then if you're in a marriage and you don't know and you've read every book you feel like you can to help and you don't know if you should stay or go too good to leave. Um, yeah. Too good to leave. Too bad to stay. Oh, too good God. to leave. Too bad to stay. This is 28, I believe clinical studies from a woman who was a marital uh, psychologist who took all the averages of people with 28 specific different challenges in their marriage. And statistically, if they should have stayed or, or gone in their marriage and oh, why that sounds so juicy too. All right. So and, um, Oh, for permission to be female for permission to like, if you're like, I'm agitated. I don't know why I'm irritated. I don't know why I, I, I feel like I should like love everything. And, 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 and something is not voting right in my spirit. Untamed baby. Oh, have you read that? It's on my list. I need to read it. By Glenn Glenn and Doyle. Doyle. Says so many it's where you're like no she didn't no she did not just say that that is I, on my list hey um are we ready for ashley i want to bring ashley in okay um, okay let's say for sure yeah sure girl, this is one i resisted forever um i have some other ones too but um it's called the way of the superior man the way of the, the superior way of the man. i hated the title i was like i'm not going to read this it took seven people to get me to Finally, uh, the different people going, have you read it? Have you read it? Freaking A. Okay, I'm going to read it. It helps you understand what a more superior-minded man can come to the table with. And it's really written for men, but it gives such clarity and insight for a woman, especially a high-achieving woman. Oh, 
All right. Uh, let's bring in Ashley. Okay, Ashley. Um, I love this woman too. She, another incredible <laughs> and successful woman. Okay. PR dominant, independent woman being dis- big time decision maker in DC has helped with celebrity restaurant openings, big time restaurant opening so many things Ashley you're another woman I'm like how do you not attract anybody that you want and you, I can't believe you haven't been married and divorced already like three times I mean you're fabulous <laughs> you're fabulous married and divorced <laughs> thank, well, you. She's, thank you she's almost like too delicious I mean can, could you really be with just one I person I mean she's so amazing it's like you know you need many people I always say to Dan you're my first husband you know oh. No. Thanks. Aww. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Hi. I'm glad to be here. I saw your posts and I was like, you know what? For shits and giggles, why not? Here I am. <laughs> We're all at that point. So, um, Ashley, Roya is a transformational coach. We've been working together for years. Oh, my God. She's unbelievable. Worked with Tony Robbins and many, many others Amazing. for hundreds of hours of kind of um, manifesting what you want, but also specifically with women and finding their passion and their perfect partner. So where do you want to start, Roya? Do you want to kind of get some background on Ashley, how she feels like she's not attracting the right person or what happens? Yeah, and, and and Ashley had a, um, a a story that a recent dating story. I think that, that maybe she wants to share oh. or, or whatever you would like to go in that direction, Ashley. But yeah, I'd like I'd like for you to say share um, what's your question? What what's your number one question? We talked. Uh, let me back up here. Hold on. <laughs> I know we can't go. Wait a second. Um, so Ashley, you and I kind of connected before, and mm-hmm. we had talked about potentially uncoupling how to date in a pandemic yeah, and what would be the steps of that and how can you continue to meet and meet the right person with all of this consciousness of what's happening right. in society and then some of the challenges you've been met with along that journey. So do you want to share? I mean, you, you nailed it. So dating like past previous, I was in a seven year relationship about two years ago. Um, it ended, re- it was mutual. It was uh, friendly. We're still friendly. It was just, we fell out of love. We mm. were in, we loved each other, but we weren't in love mm. um, by that point. And, and it happens, you grow apart. We were college sweethearts and then we, we just grew and wanted different things. Um, so two years of being single, the first year was just about me, myself and I. So I traveled, Mm -hmm. I did my first solo trip to Paris and then loved it. So then I did Barcelona, I did London. And so I was just doing a lot of just self-love and meeting people along the way. So um, rewind to holiday season, probably fall of 2019, I started to actually take dating seriously um, and then just found it was actually a lot more difficult than I uh, thought it (laughs) would be. Um, and just finding that right person. And now 2020, I was like, okay, I'm going to take dating serious. That was like my thing. I was like, I'm gonna, I want to find a life partner. I don't want to just keep traveling by myself, which is fine. But you know, I want somebody that shares the same, uh, shares the same ambitions and, um, and somebody I could just share a life with. And so, 
I thought 2020 was going to be the year. Then, you know, here we are, we're in a pandemic. And, you know, now on top of trying to figure out who has come, you know, who you have chemistry with, I now have to see if they feel the same way about social distancing. What have they been up to? Like just all of these things to even meet that person to begin with. So it's super stressful. And I only went on one date and it was awful. (laughs) It was terrible. I said, Nope, I'm not doing this again. Um, And so now I'm like, okay, I guess we drink, drink half. Yeah. Half. Yes. Drunk. Yeah. (laughs) To start the date. It was a coffee date. And here we are. I was like, how dare you? Okay. Wait, it was a coffee date and he showed up drunk. No, no, I was just saying that, but he showed up with, he was there with his half melted, half drank uh, coffee and offered it to her. And to share, I think we could share this. Yeah. Oh, God, I feel like we went out with the same person. I've, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's a couple things with your permission. I'd love to go over today. Yeah, of course. First of all, I want to give you a new perspective of what the pandemic gift is. Okay. The second is I want to talk about your profile a little bit. And the third is, cause we talked a little bit about some of the unconscious habits we can have as high achieving women that can block the ability for the man we really want to show up. And he might be right there, but we haven't given him space to stay with us. Um, some things that we systematically do to that unconsciously that break the space for letting him be that guy for us. Sounds perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> so first let's start with what the freaking gift is in the pandemic. You guys remember that it, it's every, Life is about the ability to really hone in what is the gift in the good, bad, the ugly, and the different. Like my job is to find the window in the brick wall. Your job is to find the window in the brick wall. Our ability to ask powerful questions because pitiful questions are going to get pitiful answers. Powerful questions are going to get powerful answers. So why is this pandemic happening? How am I ever going to find somebody? These are pitiful questions. Normal. Went through it. <laughs> but questions with blocks. So here we are. So we can go, okay, what is the gift that I can find within this pandemic? Here it is to me. And I want to pass on this thought to you. As a high achieving woman, we have high standards on our life. We don't want just any guy in our space anyway. We don't want to go on 50 million dates because let's face it. If you get your profile right, you can go on 50 million dates. But that is a waste of your ever loving time because you've got creation on the other side of things you've got to do. So what does the pandemic offer? The ability to save your body space, your mind space, and your time space. And that's because it is normal for you now to require that you see them visually and virtually before you ever take the time to get in your car and go somewhere. Whereas before be like, let's go meet for a drink. Uh, and now you're like, oh, I didn't just drive all the way here and I'm stuck in this place with you. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. That's a great gift, yeah. actually. It is a great gift. So now you go, oh, they want to say, hey, I don't get on this app much. Um, uh, this is what the women are telling me. Like, I don't get on this app much. Let's take it offline. They want to instantly start texting you. Red flag, yeah. red flag, red flag. No, you got to pay your dues a little bit more to get my phone number. Not to the point where you make it so difficult, but to the point where they see, like, if I want to talk to her, I got to go out of my way a little bit and go on this app. I never go on very much, which is not usually the truth. If you're really looking and seeking right. ship, yeah, completely checking this app. Okay, so. 
first off, you go, you know what? I, I totally respect that. I am so affirm. I'm so excited to come offline. However, given the things that have happened to me in the past, I have a few parameters in place just in general, not about you, just in general that allow me to get to know somebody so that then once we exchange numbers, we are so excited we exchange numbers. So let's talk a little bit more on here. And then you have them type a little bit more. And then you're like, hmm, I'm interested. And then you go to, you know, I'm really curious about you. Let's do a video chat. This is why I like the app Bumble that you're on because it has a video chat feature in there. So you never have to experience uh, sharing their number and then having to block it and do all that yep. stuff, right? So <clears throat> the first thing, so here are the layers, okay? You're setting up parameters. The gift in the pandemic is you get to set up the layers of communication and co-creation before you ever put your bodily fluids in the same distance. <laughs> wow. Okay. Number one, when you introduce yourself, because you know in Bumble, they let you choose, they match, and now you have to make the first. Right. Here's what I recommend. Do not text. I want you to send a voice memo. Really? Oh. Your, your voice, you are setting a Space where you're starting to make it natural for them to reciprocate their voice. You know that communication is only 7% words. The rest is intonation and body language. Especially when you're talking about emotions, a lot can be separated and misconstrued in the written word. It depends yeah. what I emphasize the word that I'm reading, right? So if you want clear communication, they have to hear your voice. I can't tell you how many wow. women go, well, he looks so great on paper. And then I heard his voice and it was like, rah, rah, rah. It's so awful. So. God, that's so good. And I don't even know if I would have had the cojones to do that like back in the day. But yet, what do you have to lose? Like it's that. So it's so easy. So you go something like, hey, hey, Sam, this is Ashley. I just wanted to say hi. I really appreciate this, that, and that on your profile. Look forward to getting to know you better. I'll type my name below if you don't have your real name on there. Okay? Right. And then. That's your introduction. Now you start to create this communication and you stand out too. You stand out of a woman of confidence, a woman of high value, a woman that they're not getting voice messages. Okay. And honestly, now, that's so good because it's like if he can't respond via a voice message, I mean, oh, he's going to be a hot mess even over yeah, right. Zoom. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. Now, a lot of them will um, type back. Then you say, oh, you know, I, you've already given your voice. I would really love to hear your voice. Oh, my okay. God. Ashley, you have to do Isn't this so – this would be so outside my comfort zone, but then, uh, like, I'd have what to try this. Inviting the masculine to space. If he I, I actually, like, love oh, this. Yeah. I never thought of doing it, and I'm like <laughs> – I never would have okay. I, I can, can crack I can in my pants. Yes. You're a confident, strong woman. My God, you like do all these major openings. Like, yes, you can do this. But doesn't it seem crazy? I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I'm getting nervous and I'm married. And you're like, I want to hear more of that voice. Or you're like, hmm, nice to meet you. You know? Right. And, and you don't give more energy there. Okay. Now you you like the voice and you go, you know. I'm really intrigued by you, whatever. I just named him a second ago, Sam. I'm really intrigued by you. How do you feel about a video chat here? Okay. 
Okay. I mean, yeah, I that, doable completely. Just never oh, thought of doing it. You out <laughs> and you go, or he asks you out. He likes your voice and he goes, Oh man, I really want to take you out. I would love to see you at some point. The first step that would make me feel the most comfortable, Sam, you see, you affirmed his message to you. His yeah. You're not saying you're an idiot for asking me in the pandemic. You know, I, I would, I, lo- I would love to see you at some point. What would make me feel most comfortable at first is if we could have a video chat. Can I see your face and talk to you via video, especially in the pandemic? It makes me most comfortable. Would that work for you? Yes, I would love to do that. If he doesn't, you're out of there. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I love it. Way to hold their feet to the fire, like from the beginning. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, remember, masculine men love competition. Now, I think there is a wrong messaging out there that tells women play really hard to get. Don't call, don't come back for this in a long time. If you are a woman that is looking for attachment, that is looking for a healthy um, minded person that is not an avoidant, then you've got to behave like you're not an avoidant. If you behave like you're an avoidant, you're going to capture the avoidance. What I mean by that is the avoidance play the weight games, right? They're like, oh, I'm going to make her think she's not that, that she's not that important. Then I'm going to come back in and tell her how amazing she is. And then he's, she's going to come back in and go, oh, baby, I missed you the last 72 hours. I haven't messaged you. Well, you're, you're saying it's okay with me if you act like I'm not important to you. So if I want you to quick pro quo the way I want to be treated, then I need to show up front that I'm going to give you the attention I want. Mm-hmm. I like that attention. That's not the kind of guy I want. So I'm the person that very similarly, but I will like, if I, if, if it's a waiting game, I'm over it. Like, and so even if he could be a nice guy, if it's that shit that it's like, oh, I'm not on this app and it's been a week later, boy, bye. So I literally just like unmatch them and I'm over it. Cause I just, I hate games and I hate waiting. Like I, everyone is always on their phone. Their phone is near Every, them. Unless they, unless they have a government special job, they're yeah. by their phone. It's so true. for me, I just, I, I don't even tolerate it. I can't, I can't. I just, now, I'm done. And I'm going to give you another thought. If you've trained him on the front ends and given his mm-hmm. voice and he's come back and there was something special about him in your gut, then you can say, I'm so happy that you're back right now. I just want you to know that what's really important to me is communication. I'm looking to build something and I totally get it. If someone has to go somewhere, no problem. What would really turn me on is if you let me know that you're going to be gone for a while. Cause I get that, but that really turns me on when you tell me. Oh my God. I need these like quotes. I just need like a little book of these quotes so I can copy and paste them. The good news is you can listen back over and over. I know. I'm like, just wait, I need to write these all down. Where's my notebook? Don't worry. Podcast coming out soon. It will be. They don't have, they don't have your rule book. Yeah, that's true. They're not mind readers. Are used to playing the game Mm -hmm. until you tell them that's not my game. Now, if you've told them, that it's not your game and he continues to play it, boy, bye. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. So you've also got to keep your, I was saying this earlier, you got to keep your flood full so you're not feeling affected by their unwillingness. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. until yeah. they show up more and more and more and you want to show up more and more and more okay gift is now you're doing video chat okay yes women that are listening if you are like oh man he is turning me on this is so hot i'm gonna send him videos of me and photos of me but you haven't seen him say his name your name to him this is another trick i tell the girls i'm like um if you haven't had a chance to video yet what you ask is Hey, I want you to say, send a quick video saying my name, my name. Okay. And what does that do? Because there are people out there posing to be somebody else or showing their 10 year old photo, or they are, uh, you know, making up an identity. And Mm -hmm. so this weeds out, like you can't say my name because otherwise you can clip it from anywhere and go, hi, no, I don't want you to say hi. You could have clipped that from a Facebook that of somebody else's video as identity you just stole. Boom. But yeah, oh, but if they're saying so Roya or Ashley, it has to be them. So you're seeing yeah. it has to be them. They're like, hey, Ashley, it's it's Sam. Oh my God. Okay, Roya, really quick. I mean, a- Ashley, this has been <laughs> this is so amazing. I'm learning so much and I'm married. Um, okay, but there were two other points, right? Didn't okay, you want to cover really right. quick for Ashley? So, so Ashley, uh, your profile. Yes. For you, the pandemic is really, really important. I see nothing on your profile about the pandemic. I also see nothing on your profile about what you're going to give to him. It's all what you want from him. So I want you to listen to my earlier one, earlier on the one I've written before, and think about, okay. okay, how am I going to show up for him, and how do I want him to show up for me? And if I am really serious about social distancing, and I'm going to say in there, social distancing is important, or I'm going to say... After video, uh, 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 um, after time invested, we'll meet in person with Corona consciousness or however mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. it. Okay. So he's clear. And then once you also video chat, be clear about your parameters. I think a lot of yeah. women don't articulate enough. So, hey, listen, I'm so excited. I'm going to see you. I just want to share with you just because of the pandemic, which really, really makes me feel safe. So you're going to say, this is what I want you to do. What makes me feel safe and what makes me feel free when I see you is if we wear masks in the public settings, if when we sit down together, that's when we take our masks off. If Mm -hmm. we're just conscious at first not to share food and silverware and things, you know, at some point we might decide we want to get closer, but what just really allows me to feel like we can meet face to face is to have these things in place unless we at that moment discuss otherwise. Would that be okay with you, Sam? You get his agreement ahead of time. I love it. Sam is getting a whole laundry list, and I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm here for okay. it. This is a high and pretty high achievement. Okay, now the last thing I want to say is here's where we systematically break the space for awesome Sams to show up who might already be that way. I'm reminded of Simon Sinek's example. He did a talk recently about this guy, let's name him Ted. And Ted worked at the Four Seasons and Ted worked at, forget, some casino, other casino. And Ted was amazing at the Four Seasons and at this other casino where he didn't feel like he was seen, heard, felt, and desired. He acted like a totally different type of employee. So Mm -hmm. you could have the incredible Sam, but you made him the Sam you don't want unconsciously. Hmm. Saying that they're not that they don't have to come to the table the way that they need to come to the table, but I'm also saying that we have responsibility to create space 
for the Sam we want. And so here are some things that unconsciously break the space for the feminine to be held by the masculine. Because ultimately, like we said, we can do it all, but we don't want to have to. And there's right. a calling inside your spirit that goes, somebody be freaking strong enough to hold the yes. all of this. <laughs> yes. It's true. So Very true. By not letting them open the door, you break space. By fighting for the bill, fighting for the bill, you break space. What I mean by that is when the bill comes out, it's not that you're unwilling to or contribute. It's that you simply take your, the bill comes, you take your bag and you put it in your lap, your purse, or you put it on the table as if there's willingness there. But you wait for him to be the man first and say what he's going to do. If he is so out of touch with his masculinity that he still doesn't say anything in that awkward silence, you can say, would you like to split the bill? Don't you dare offer to pay for it. It's not that you can't. It's that you don't want a man like that. Truth? True. Okay. Oh, my God. So So, true. But you can offer to do that. He takes the bill and says, "May may I do the tip? He might let you. He might not. You go get a coffee, you order, take one step back from the register. Not all the way, like you're assuming he's going to pay. You have your, don't get your credit card in hand and walk up to the register. If you're meeting on a first coffee date, you walk up and you got your credit card in hand. You're saying to him, I got this. No, what you want to say to him, what you want to do is you have it there. You up and you order your latte, blah, blah, blah. And you start talking to him. And you see if he, and you open your body. Here's him. Open your body. I'm making space for you to walk up if you choose to. If you choose not to, mental note, it's okay. I got it. But you got to make space. Because okay? the body language says it all, right? It's like it well, kind of language, welcomes. I'm inviting the opportunity if should you choose to take it. Oh. Right. And then I'm going to be super grateful. Do, do okay. not, on the other hand, for some women, it's like, oh, he's got to be able to pay for me. No, no. He has a choice, too. If he chooses to pay for you, you better be really grateful. Like, thank you so much for that tiny ounce of coffee. I don't care what he bought you. He chose to treat you. And that's the other thing where we break space. They pick the place, and we complain about the place. Mm-hmm. We had a crappy dinner. He paid for your dinner. Don't talk about how crappy it was. <laughs> your dinner. He's screwing it up because he's not going to want. He's like, oh, she's so ungrateful. Find. We always have a choice to find something that we like. Now you could say it wasn't. This wasn't. If he asked you, well, it wasn't my favorite meal. They did kind of do some things that I, you know, I would have preferred different. Right. But I'm so grateful you took me here. It was an amazing ambiance or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Carrying the heavy thing breaks space. Yeah, you might have you might be a beast. You might be stronger than he is. But don't you dare carry the heavy thing if he's there. You make space for him to why? Because the masculine yearns to take care of the feminine. Oh my god. This is <laughs> like a so tough much. one for me. Um talking to him like you're in a board meeting, hiding your softer side. Stopping him from getting his, um, let me see, stopping him from getting his oh, male activities in is stopping him from rising his masculine testosterone. Stopping mm-hmm. yourself from going to your feminine things is stopping you from rising your feminine, te- feminine uh, parts of you. My mom gave me the best advice when I first got married. She goes, honey, 
don't uh, don't do take over all the household stuff or demand that he does it a certain way when it makes space for him to come in and do some of the things and let him do it the way he does it. Yeah. Don't criticize it. Let him do it because the worst thing for a man is for criticism. A little by mm-hmm. little, he's like, hey, honey, do you think that maybe I love the fact that you're doing this? You do this so incredibly. It, it, it frees me so much. I was wondering if you might be open to maybe like putting the dishes here instead of here with that, you know, if you think of it, that would like, that would be <laughs> if you think of it, that would be <laughs> Oh my God, that's so good. Do let him do his way in the house. Do um, ask him to choose for you. So I'll just end on this. Um, And I got other things for exhausted mommies and how to keep sex in your in your marriage. And we We need a master class. We need a master (laughs) class because there is a lot to take in. Yeah. So the last thing is when you when you're first setting the date. Here's how you're setting the parameter of I'm feminine calling masculine. And he goes, yeah, babe, just, or, Hey, I'm so excited to see you. Where do you want to go eat? Don't you dare tell him where you want to go eat. Even if you are a foodie and you know, all the restaurants, I want you to say, you know what? It would really be amazing if you would choose for us. I would love that. My only parameter is like for me, if I was going to say something, my only parameter is I'm gluten-free. That's really it. It would be amazing if you would choose for us. You're inviting him. <laughs> I would never do that. I, what does that do? What did, this is like, oh my God, this is like anti-everything that oh, we, I don't know, I guess. calling out the caretaker in him. He's like, yeah, I'll choose for you. I'm your hero. And you're like, oh my God, it's so amazing. Thank you. You get to feel free. Your brain space doesn't have to be taken up by yet another freaking unnecessary decision. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets to take care of you. Okay, but what if he picks a really shitty spot? What is that? I mean, like, that, that's like. It's the first date and he picks a shitty spot. You know what kind of guy he is. <laughs> So if he takes us to, you know, and no offense to Carabas or whatever, hopefully that's not a client, Ashley. But, you know, if no. he takes you somewhere like you're like, yeah. uh, uh, I do not. Okay, go for to example, this. there was a guy and I didn't even go on this date. And this was pre pandemic. He offered he wanted to grab drinks at Whitlow's. Everyone knows Whitlow's in Arlington. See the rolling of the eyes. Well, I was appalled. <laughs> And I said no. It's a twenty-three. It's a twenty-three-year-old. Uh, you know, go and drink. They got a tiki bar up it's, on the roof. It, it smells like vomit. Well, look what you learned about him by letting him choose. You see, yeah, and I didn't go. We prolong the ability to really understand who he be by eliminating the spaces and places that we could learn about him. Okay, so Roya, when he right. picked Whitlow's, obviously for Ashley, think that was a no, right? And so right. you're you're saying like we should we should appreciate that, right? Because he basically yeah. told us who he is from the start and saved us two hours of going to for a date. Awesome. You love Whitlow's, I don't love Whitlow's. Go to go with somebody that loves Whitlow's. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Now he picked okay. a place that could have been good and it was a flop. That's a totally different story. Right. Sure, right. sure. But yeah, but we're like adult women. You know, you want to go somewhere. You want to go to like kind of a fun up and coming, hopefully like a good vibe, like a new restaurant spot. Yeah. And if he's telling you, hey, I live an hour from you, come drive to me for the first date. You know, oh gosh, I would love to do that. I would. Here's the thing. 
what would allow me to feel most comfortable in our first date is to kind of be in spaces and places of areas that I'm most familiar with. So would it be okay this first time if you came toward me so that, you know, we can really have the opportunity to get to know each other in uh, an environment that feels, you know, settled for me. Because if he's not going to travel, that also says a lot. Dude, if he's not going to travel, mm-hmm. and you're a queen and you're asking, a king is going to travel to you. Definitely. Um, Ashley, I know you're busy. I know I know you have to go today. I'm so glad that you and Roy Thank connected. Thank you for having me. We want to follow up. This is, I can't wait to follow up and see how your Bumble profile changes. Look, I'm and- going to do a little video. Yeah. I'm going to try the video. I'm going to try voice. the voice text. Yeah. We'll see I, how that goes. I can't <laughs> wait. Some of your specific things that you want in your profile and what you're going to give. And also, I don't see a powerful picture of you. I see really beautiful, flirty. I see very, very, very beautiful, feminine, hot, sexy. You got that. But I want something where you look like a freaking beast in business, too. Oh. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. All okay. right, Ashley, we know yeah. you. Amazing. Well, thank you all so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, Roya, stay right on though, because I want you, are you taking on new clients? I know. And do you, I know you do transformational coaching, which is amazing, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. multi-times a month and and unlimited text and talk access. But do you actually coach men and women on relationships? How does that work for your business? Yeah, I actually, I have male clients. I have female clients. I tend to advertise for female clients more, especially high achieving female clients. Okay. However, uh, I have, I'm, I'm a, I'm a beast in business. I'm a beast in relationships. There are men that want to tap in more to their, what do women want? I'm in a relationship with this woman. It's not really working. And I want a female perspective. So I coach men on relationship. I coach men in business. So yeah, I, I have actually coached couples. Usually with the couples, we go independently and then together. Got it. I need to dive into the truth before we come together with whatever their masks are in that relationship. I love it. Where can people find you? Where can they reach out to you to book individual appointments, couples appointments? Where can people find you? I have individual couples. I also do core classes and communities. And I've got four different core uh, healthy habits of the body. So I've got a simple healthy habits on high energy. I've got a PPO, which is played out potential with clarity and peace in the process. The ambitious achievers, personal relationship enhancement, which is what we're talking about here, that you don't have to be misunderstood or lonely when you're at the top. And, um, oh, my fourth class, my fourth class, ah, confidence, the BAM effect, confidence. If you're looking to build confidence with the BAM fact. So you can find me at uh, Sheena's Tribe on Instagram. I am in the DM a lot. I also have a private community where we give back on a regular basis. Love to see you in our um, free community. It's uh, on Facebook, Sheena's Tribe in groups. And then our website, she-nest.com. Amazing, Roya. Thank you. You're welcome.